Welcome to Two Guys, A Girl and a Movie Podcast with Adam, Lee and Josie, your hosts, taking an analysis of some beloved movies, both blockbuster and lackluster. Grab a bowl of popcorn and see if their collective score and analysis matches your views. It's time for Two Guys, A Girl and a Movie Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Two Guys, A Girl and a Movie Podcast. My name is Adam. I'm Josie. And I'm Lee. Yes, you are. And we are taking a look today at the year 2000s movie. Was it 2000? It was year oh. 2000. It's an Adam pick year as well. Um, we're looking at American Psycho. Woo. Woo. Uh, this is a... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we just What that. just happened? <laughs> um, oh, by the way, follow us on the uh, socials at 2gagpod. That's gag with two A's. Um, we're on... Gag. Yes, Josie. <laughs> I've been here way too long. Um, <laughs> I've got nothing for you unless you'd like me to say it. I thought it was going to... Okay, no, no, we're okay. We, okay. we give it a miss. Okay, um, we'll give it a miss. Proceed. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're, we're on X, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram at 2GagPod. Uh, give us a uh, follow on the socials. Uh, give us a like on the podcasting platforms as well and follow and all that good shit. Okay, American Psycho, year 2000, based on the 1991 book by Brett Easton Ellis. Um, the basic synopsis is a wealthy New York City investment banking executive, Patrick Bateman, hides his alternate psycho- psychopathic ego from his co-workers and friends as he delves deeper into his violent, hedonistic fantasies. Dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. were you waiting for some sort of sound effect to come in after that? Or? <laughs> you guys, like, like cooed and, and yelled and shit last time. I, was, I know. Weirdos. Um, okay, uh, that's the synopsis of the film. Um, it was, as we said, it was made in the year 2000. It was uh, based on a, uh, a controversial book, dare I say. Uh, Did you like it when you uh, read it? Did you like the book? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll touch on the book periodically throughout the uh, podcast, but yeah, the the violence and sort of uh, craziness of this movie is about tenfold in the book. Wow. They watered it down so much. Okay, well, they kind of had to, given the nature well, of the way that it is, right? Some of the brutality in the book you could not do in movies and like legally release it. I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of sexual violence as well. Uh, directed by Mary Harron. Um, which is uh, interesting. She's uh, done a bunch of stuff as well. Um, done done TV along the ways as well. Um, but yeah. Anything uh, a note? Um, I mean, this is probably the biggest, I'd say. Um, the Notorious Betty Page, um, Alias Grace. What else have we got in here? So I've got um, it down as the, uh, she, she did an episode of Big Love. Yeah. Oh, okay. She um, directed an episode of The L Word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Six Feet Under. Me, yeah. uh, and uh, Constantine. Uh, yeah, well, Oz okay. as well. Did a bit of Oz, which yep. is a show I fucking love. So she went more into um, TV. TV shows TV, rather yeah. than more but big this movies. But this was a big deal, um, especially at the time. Um, all right. Uh, each person's relationship with the movie. I'm keen to hear yours, Lee. Uh, look, my relationship with this movie came out when I was 14. Um, so, I mean, I was probably too young to appreciate it or even to watch it because my dad never took me to the movies when I was uh, too young to watch these kind of movies. Um, 
I see how it is. Whatever. Um, Soz. Um, but yeah, look, I probably would have. Uh, I think. I think I stumbled across this movie uh, a lot later on. Um, obviously, sort of, you know, in my perusing of the ye old blockbuster and uh, picking up random VHSs and stuff and getting a stack of them. Um, and look, obviously, I hired it for the first time. It's a hectic movie to watch. It's definitely a rewatchable movie, and I love the. I love rewatching this movie uh, again and again, but for different reasons because you always seem to miss certain things. It's one of those things where you know obviously now you don't have to concentrate so hard, so much on the movie you can start concentrating more on, on the, the details. details a lot yeah. of subtlety um, yeah and you know what I think I, I think every time I watch it I, I learn something new about the film which is really interesting um, but yeah I think I was probably 18 or 19 when I first watched it interesting did you like it it's a hectic movie but just, look, it, it, look, it's a very, very good movie for what it is. I understand the reasons why it was critically acclaimed. Um, look, I mean, tipping hat off to Christian Bale, he did terrific in this film. He yeah. is just outstanding. He is. I love him he as is. an actor. He's great. He yeah. is, yeah. He yeah, is, yeah. He's um, one of the greats. Interestingly enough, though, it's not my first pick of the movie when I think of Christian Bale, though. Batman. No. <laughs> Oh. Batman, Batman, <laughs> Batman. Uh, what, what do you, what's your go-to? The, my go-to for him is The Machinist. Interesting. Mine's always American Psycho. Yeah. So I mean, The Machinist actually came out before this, I think. Um, and uh, what's the one it? that he had to get really skinny for? Is that's that the that Machinist? One? Yeah. That one? Yeah. 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 Let's have a look. I could have sworn it was after this. Bubble beep. Uh, no, you're right. It is after this, but yeah, yeah it's the first one that I think of because I think I saw The Machinist at the movies. He's a kid in that movie, um, Empire, oh. Empire of the Sun. He was in the Empire of the Sun. He's also in a really terrible rendition of um, Long John Silver. Okay. Uh, we're not touching on cast just yet, um, but Josie. Um, I saw this for the first time a week ago. I've, I've never seen it before in my life. It's not really my cup of tea type of movie. Um, I am shocked. I know, right? But I've What got, about it doesn't do it for you? Um, a gruesome blood. It's not that gruesome. I've, Honestly, I still find it is. Okay, okay. For, for me, it's it's not. Don't be wrong. I'm I'm cooked. So <laughs> that's a fair assessment. Um, <laughs> but I've, of course, I knew about it. Everyone talks about it. I there's so many parodies. Um, I have seen the memes slash gifs of you know him with his headphones on and walking, and everyone's like, people think I'm listening to this, but it's actually you know yeah. this. Yeah. Like it's such a well known. Um, iconic film that it's used all the time to with with those type like the what is it um pop, pop, pop culture, culture and things like that um that i knew of it but i never actually sat down and watched it from start to finish and obviously now that you have how yeah. does it sort of how to go yeah. we have to wait and see you can give us a basic outline yeah shit man give us something podcast would you watch it again i want to hear from you that's that's a good question would, um, you, would you watch it again at first i would say no but now listening to you about watching it again to look at the different details yeah, yeah, yeah. i probably would well this is one of those movies that it's almost like you know like american beauty obviously you don't you, you <laughs> don't see it coming kind of thing or even yes. like the usual suspects where you, again Ooh, you don't see it coming um you know it's one of those kind of movies where you know you sort of you, you're so engrossed in the storyline that you miss you're so close to it that you miss certain things and that's part yes. of the reason why re-watching it is good because now you don't have to pay so much attention to it, mm-hmm. but you can um, you can give your your attention to specifics. Yes, very much so. So, yeah, uh, originally before talking, I would have said no, but listening to you with that, I would say yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. 
It's uh yeah the the online um discourse about this movie is really interesting. It's turned into this weird thing now that there's actual pages that like kind of praise Patrick Bateman and like these weird like boring everyday guys like he's literally me or like just people Ooh, be. Not, I don't know if that's a flex no, to but be it's, it's him. Not, it's not about like the serial killer side of things. It's about the uh you know like how like you know he's like hell. Is it? Should I be worried that like the character kind of remind me of like one of my ex boyfriends? Yes, you should. Okay. In what way? The way that he chops up his <laughs> girlfriends and stuff? <laughs> Tried to kill no, her. More, yeah. more that I feel like he was always so um, invested in his, fitting in and making look. sure that, yeah. yeah, he had what everyone else had. That yeah. um, You know, he used to always boast that he was the first person in his school to have the iPhone. And oh, so he was a cockhead. Yeah. <laughs> How long did you date him for? Too long. Okay. We gonna, um, can we elaborate on that a little bit? Uh, three years. Tell you what. Whoa. Jesus. I know. Okay. Well, Josie. <laughs> wow. I know. Fool. His, his you, sister you that I'm very good up. friends with uh, still, she listens to our pod. So shout out to Em. You, you, wow. She'll know exactly that I'm talking about her brother. Oh, I'm sorry I called you a brother a cockhead. Oh, no. I should say the same. Okay, fair. Yeah. Um, one thing that really, I'm, I'm going to obviously talk about the, um, sure, have some chips, Josie. Um, I'm going to touch on the book a lot throughout this podcast. But one thing talking about him fitting in or everything is such a heavy part of the book. So the book's written in first person. And every time he he sees anyone, he mentions their shoes, their clothes. Yeah, he measures up. He, Interesting. He, he judges everyone based on how they look. In, like, I mean, fucking every scene when someone enters, it's, God, they're wearing these sorts of shoes, this kind of thing. It's very much the excess of the 80s where it's set in. That's a great detail, um, but I feel if it was in the movie, people would get over it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not worth doing in the movie. And they cap the thing is that they, they encapsulize the the uh, character of Patrick Bateman so well in this movie without going too far as what some of the horrendous things he does in the in the book but that sort of judgmental nature and wanting to fit in and be better than everyone else which plays so much in this character the way it's portrayed in this book is just masterful um my relationship with this movie is i absolutely love it um we we discussed a little off air about whether it's a horror movie or not i think it's got all the all the um elements yeah it does have all the elements of a horror movie i'd say it's possibly more of a thriller but it might be that i'm more sort of uh too much within the weeds of the horror realm what do you think Josh? Did do you, you think it is I said thriller. Yeah, okay. But I just I thriller and horror just are not my cup of tea. So it's a thriller with some horror. Yeah, in it. <laughs> with a dash of horror. Yeah. Um, did you watch the movie first or read the book first? Um, I was reading the book when I saw the movie. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because um, I heard about, I had a friend that actually uh, lent it to me, and I started reading, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm buying my own copy because this is fucking fantastic. Um, and when it came out, there was a big thing about it because it was a female director that people were like, oh, there's going to be shit because it's so much of the violence and the victim yep. victimization is against women. No, there's no way that a woman's going to make this movie, and you know, especially like at the times being um, and give it justice. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that um, it was so well done. Um, like I said, the, the, the changes they made was, was with good reason and uh, it made it work so much better for a widespread audience. Like, don't get me wrong, it's an R-rated movie, but I think Mary Harron did such a good job at directing this movie and uh, just sort of getting the character of Patrick Bateman, which is such a central part of the movie. But I remember I saw it at the cinema at the time and I really liked it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was so well done in just getting that really just bizarre mental state of what this guy, this excessive guy in the 80s, Oh, yeah. um, businessman sort of, you know, and his uh, sort of psychotic thoughts. Um, it was just so good that I really loved it. I love the book. And um, this movie, like you said, Lee, about being rewatchable, mm. it's almost a comfort movie for me. I can chuck this on at any time. And like... <laughs> I'm a little... Red flag? Yeah, yeah, just just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. It's like those memes about girls that like fall asleep listening to true crime stories. I'll fall asleep watching like horror movies all the time. I would not be able to do that. 
There's no way I could do this that. This movie's so carefree, though. If you, you take out a couple of little scenes and it's basically like a comedy. See, Josie, this is scary for a different reason. <laughs> this, this movie is such a dark comedy. Like, that's the element that people don't tend to sort of, like, oh, look at either. There was def- definitely times that I had a good giggle, but, like... I, when I think comedy, there's no way that straight away I'd go American Psycho. Be that as it may, we, we record a few episodes at a time and it's probably been like a month since our last record. Um, I watched this in full, paying full attention. I probably chucked it on twice more as I was like going to bed at night. Um, like, yeah, this is such an easy movie for me to just chuck on it and, and have, a, have a great time, just wild ride, enjoying Here I am putting on like Friends or Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah, nah. or New Girl and you're like, American Psycho. Yeah, it's so good. Um, that's not dark comedy though. <laughs> no, that's no, just, that's not. like lighthearted love. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I love it. And um, a lot of this is down to um, um, uh, Christian Bale's portrayal of the character too, which he just knocks out of the fucking park. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. Um, now we take a look at our categories. We have five categories we note them uh, we give them a score out of either a zero 0.5 or a full one and each of them gives us our score out of five we add it together and see how our score measures up with imdbs and lee does maths because i suck um basic casting who's got what i'm so excited to go like the girl version of this cast so you guys are going to list things and i'm i've got the girl version of what i know them from go for it um well start off you guys christian bale what do you know him from oh uh, i've got dark knight As Thor, Zem, love and yep. thunder uh, I mentioned The Machinist before, but I'm also going to make a special mention to Equilibrium because it's a terrific film. Equilibrium goes under the radar. It I does. really enjoy that movie. And yeah. it, shock horror, massive spoiler alert if you didn't, if you haven't seen it already, but um, uh, Sean Bean dies. Yeah. Oh, also, that was before this. Was it? It was 99, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Terrific film. He is, Bale's, Bale's such a good actor. And Thor, the, uh, yeah, the latest Thor. Thor. Yeah, yeah. That, he, he was probably he, the best bit of the, that movie. the best part of the movie that was pretty shit. Um, I also really like, I really like Christian Bale in the uh, fourth Terminator movie, which- um, Really? Yep. So they've tried to do a trilogy of Terminator movies and they've made three that have been the start of a trilogy that never was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I wanted. Yeah, okay. I wanted mm. the War Against the Machines, Bale as John Connor. I think that was been the best way to go about it and they fucked it. Yep. Yeah, well, I, I think that was probably one of the weaker of his performances, but I mean, as far as... Oh, it's not so much his performance, it's just I love the Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, I didn't know he was Hal and Hal's Moving Castle. Yes. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's something, uh, something else. He's done lots of stuff. Yeah. He's done he lots of stuff. He's, he's got a he's, huge he's a workhorse. Um, there's a, he's, uh, dare I say, I don't think I've seen anything in that American he's Hustle. bad in. That's yeah, good. so we were talking before about um obviously um you know uh, uh Empires of the Sun mm. uh, and Treasure Island. He was in this random Treasure Island movie mm-hmm. uh, with Charlton Heston. Wow. Yeah, he was like I think he was like twelve at the time. You, you often forget he was a child actor. Yes, that's yeah. right. And he was in um what's the musical that he was in? Um, right. was it Rent? He's was in, he? He's in Rent. Oh, no. now you're gonna make me look at it. You're oh, gonna you, make you look it up. What's your what's your score and, and some casting stuff, Josie? While we um, wait for Lee, I got a I did a one. Mm. Um, yeah, I know. I just really I really liked the cast that was in it. Um, you know, Christian Bale, Josh Lucas, um, Justin Theroux. Oh, is that how I say it? Theroux. Theroux. I just know him as Jennifer Aniston's um, ex husband. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's slash right. uh, Charlie's Angels. Wait, like in real life or in, in like in, friends? In real life. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, I know Josh Lucas. Good on him. Right. <laughs> oh, he, oh, yeah. He was in Anastasia. <gasps> he's in Anastasia? Yeah, yeah. He's the- uh, What? Hang on. He's the, it was Anastasia. Is he Dimitri? No, no. Hang on. So, oh, Rain of Fire. How do you forget Rain of Fire? Oh, I remember that movie. Um, and Sorry. No, no, not Anastasia. He was in Pocahontas. He played Thomas in Pocahontas. Oh, good. Of course. Of course. And oh, he's man. in Little Women. 
Newsies. That's the movie I was thinking of. You don't remember Newsies? You, you would be the only one. Oh, the, the um, newspaper musical. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God. Never heard of it. Um, um, yeah, so Josh Lucas and Reese Witherspoon, of course, uh, were the love interests in Sweet Home Alabama together. Of course. That's why it was a bit cute that I saw them together in this one too. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Leto for multiple weirdo times. Um, and Willem Dafoe from Spider-Man. Interesting. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. What a I, dude. Hey, what a dude. Hey, I listened to a, a podcast about him this week and I didn't realise that Willem is his nickname. What's his what's real his, name? What's his name? William. Oh. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. But no one ever called him William. Um, they, he, he was always called Willem and so he decided to change it to his nickname. Okay. Little fun fact for you on the side there. You're welcome. Go, Josie. Um, I've gotten 0.5 for the casting. Really? Um, Although I wrote the first line I wrote is that Christian Bale alone is worth a full mark. I think this is so good in this. I'd give him an Oscar. Um, Reese Witherspoon's good, but she's very minimal. Um, But I like how. I thought she would be in it more, to be honest. It's kind of good. She is like she's the annoying girlfriend that is his girlfriend. Dare I say, fiance? Like fiance. fiance. But she's such a non-issue in his life because he's such a piece of shit. But yeah. she plays it so well. She does. She she's plays great. It so she, well. she doesn't care as much as he. No. Like she's yeah, like exactly. I've got the status that I'm with him. Like and I don't care. She's also fucking his best friend. Or yep. Supposed best. And you know friend. when they're at the restaurant, she's not even really listening to him. She's just waving around, being like, "Oh yeah, yeah I'm here yeah. as well." It's all like clout chasing, as they call it. And nowadays. when they bro- when they break up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can have my friends. Like, yeah, 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 I don't whatever. care. Um, all right, Jared Leto's good. Um, he's really good at being a douche. I'm like... <laughs> yeah. But that's sort of like his wheelhouse almost, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. But he's, he's great in this. I look, Jared Leto, to his credit, he's done some good stuff. Oh, Fight Club's terrific. Yeah, I'm halfway through rewatching that as well. Hmm. Um, all right, all of Patrick's mates are fantastic. Justin Threw as Bryce. Uh, yeah. Josh Lucas as McDermott. Bill yeah. Sage as Van Patten. Um, Matt Ross as uh, Lewis Carruthers. They're great. Um uh, Willem, Willem Dafoe uh, is good, but nothing stand out. He he serves his purpose, but it's quite minimal. Yep. Um, Chloe Savini, um, I love in this. Very, very good. She is very, just very good. So she, is she the um, drugged up one? No, she's a, she's a secretary. A secretary. Oh uh, yes, yep, gotcha. The scene where he gets around his house and they're going to go to dinner oh. and, he's, and he's trying to, like, he's almost conflicted as to whether he the should go. The nail gun? Yeah, man. Yeah, so good. So close. Um, also, a uh, returning person that we've heard spoken out of the podcast is our Reggie Cathy. Uh, yes. He, he's a homeless person on the street with the yes. dogs. Gets yes. a little cameo. Oh. I love the fact that Reggie Cathy's in it. Like, he's such a good actor yeah, and yeah. such an amazing voice. I'm so sad that he's gone. Like he, like, I love the fact that he's, he's just that random guy in the mask that pops up. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Uh, so point five for me, Lee. What do you got? Um, uh, look, I'm giving it a I'm giving it a full one. I think the, the cast is stacked. Right, mm. obviously we've talked about Christian Bale, Willem Dafoe. Everyone's familiar with. Um, we didn't mention before, but some of the things that I like Willem Dafoe from is um, Boondock Saints. That should be mentioned. Oh yeah, good movie. I love him in Boondock Saints. It's a terrific film, both one and two. Um, Reese Witherspoon, obviously in Cruel Intentions. Legally Blonde. I've even oh, yeah. written four Christmases in this. Oh, um, did you? Cara Seymour. Cara Seymour. So Cara Seymour is the uh, the prostitute that he picks up on the side of the road. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting actually because I was having a look at what she's done, right? And she looked really familiar, and it was giving me the shits. So she was in she was in Hotel Rwanda. I don't know if you guys ever watched Hotel Rwanda. It's a pretty solid movie. I know of it. Um, adaptation. Did oh, you ever yeah. watch Adaptation? She's yeah, in yeah. that. But hang on, hold Tell the me phone. More. She's in You've Got Mail. What? Josie's face. Just just complete blank. Yeah, she's in You've Got Mail. So you remember You've Got Mail, right? Yeah. She's the Meg wife. Ryan, bit of Tommy Hayes. She's the wife of the dad. 
So, so you know how, yeah. So you know how Tom Hanks's father has remarried recently. Yes, that's the new wife. I'm gonna have to rewatch. Uh, You've got mail, right? So yeah, anyway, that's that's her, and it's real weird seeing her, seeing her like that, and because it wasn't actually that long after that she did. You've got mail, right? Yeah. Justin Theroux's obviously done some some terrific stuff. Mulholland Drive is a terrific film. Um, Close of any, (laughs) close of any. um, Boys don't cry. Is a fantastic film. If you mm. haven't watched that, please go and I've watch heard it. I've it, but I haven't watched it. Um, she's massive in Big Love. Um, have you seen Kids? Yeah, Kids is great. It's great. Great I, word. I like. No, 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 no. I rate it. I rate it really? as a good film. Have you watched Bully? What's no same same director, right? Same director. Yeah. So Kids is an interesting one because it's funny. You, you see, you're like this sort of shit. I'm looking at you like that's cooked. I'm like, I look at Kids and go, ooh. Well, no, no don't get me wow, wrong. I, I must. It's not for me. So then. it's it's don't get me wrong. It's a cooked film, and it's exactly the same as um in the same vein as Bully being obviously a cooked film as yeah. well. But it's good. Oh, don't get me wrong. I like disturbing movies, and I I, I enjoyed Kids, and I, I I was probably at the right age when Kids came out yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, also. I probably started what began my love with Rosario Dawson. I was just about to say Rosario Dawson. It launched her career. Absolutely love her. Um, okay, interesting. Um, it was interesting you said Willem Dafoe. What did you say you remembered him from? Uh, oh, I've got him written down for Spider-Man, uh, Boondock Saints. And oh, Boondock Saints, yeah. And The Lighthouse recently. I was just about to bring up The Lighthouse. Lighthouse I is great. fucking love that. You like that? Yeah. I'm surprised you my haven't man. talked more about him in Spider-Man. I thought you would be all for talking about uh, him. Look, if, if I start on Spider-Man, this podcast is going to go super long. <laughs> okay. And not only that, it's going to change from American Psycho to Spider-Man really, yeah. really quickly. American Spider-Man. But seriously, <laughs> why do they put a helmet and a mask on him? Because his his face is the Green is Goblin. evil. When they brought him back in No Way Home or whatever the fucking stupid home name was of that third movie that just rocked my world. Adam, yes. stop. No, but honestly, his face, he doesn't need a, like, he... He's a very interesting guy. When I was listening to this podcast the other day, he, like, lives on a farm now and he, like, looks after, um, like, llamas and is stuff. It, is it's it worthwhile mentioning that he's also in um, in Aquaman? Yeah. Okay, I sure. thought he's, I thought he's great in Aquaman. Okay. Yeah, right. Um, I say, I don't, again, I don't think I've seen anything him in where I've been like, he's shit. I'm, all, I'm also <laughs> going to mention Samantha Mathis. Oh, yes, um, yes. Obviously, she needs to be mentioned as well. Um, she was in The Punisher really briefly as um, as the, the wife. She's in... Uh, uh, she's in Broken Arrow. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. she plays the ranger in Broken Arrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, my, uh, and, and a guilty... Uh, sorry, a, uh, a guilty classic of my... Or a guilty pleasure of mine is an absolute classic. Here we go. Super Mario Brothers. Oh, Christ. Oh, and boy. We're, and we're not talking about the, the, the animated movie. No, 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 no. We're talking about, like, 1992 uh, yeah. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Dennis yeah, Hopper. Yeah, yeah. yeah and she, she plays uh, Daisy in it, and it is terrific. She's Daisy? Yeah, man, she's Daisy. I can't bring myself to go back and watch it. Please go and rewatch it. <laughs> Just, uh, a, just a little clip, just a little. Uh, you know, I love Mario, but Daisy—that's a deep cut for that yeah, movie. Yeah, she I'm plays like. Daisy. All right, uh, so all right, we got two ones and one and a half of that basic plot and story. Um, keep talking, Lee. Oh, no, 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 I'm good. No. You can send it off to Jobs. Jobs. Um, I gave it a point five. Um, I thought it was really charming, and <laughs> I know it's like it's. I don't know how to explain it. Captivating. Yeah, I will go with captivating. I watched it. And it was one of those films that at the end I was questioning if I- Your life choices? Well, yes, that. um, (laughs) And ex-boyfriends and things. Maybe I should should kill someone, she thinks. More like, did I- Where is my chainsaw? Did I watch that properly? Did I understand the plot properly? Yeah. Oh, no, that's just the ending. Well, yeah, and we'll get to that. We will get to that. uh, Later on, but that's why I gave it a 0.5. Because I, other than that, I would have been like, uh, it's just some Wall Street guys and he has a dark past, like whatever. But I liked that I was thinking more about it when, when it was finished. And well, yeah, that's part of the, the reason why it's a psychological thriller, correct? Because yeah. it stays with you. 
Yeah, and that's... And you start thinking about, oh, what if this and what if that and so on and so forth, and you start digging deeper into it. Mm. And, yeah, and it fucks with your brain. It's not just your typical, like, slasher fucking crazy guy killing people. Yeah, and that's why it it didn't get a, a zero for me. There was there was more deep thought into it. And I think also, it sort of also, un, uh, it opens up or it unearths the opportunity to sort of look around, look at the people around you and go... Well, that's what I mean. You, you know, go, like, hang on a second, how well do I actually know the people yeah. that I'm actually, you know, I associate with? Because if you think about, if you look at um, Pretty Woman yeah. and, you know, he rolls up in a, a limo, says, come on, let's hop in. Look at her life. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. look at this movie. Uh-oh. He never pulled out the coat hanger. No. So... Um, I've gone a full one mark for the basic plot and story. Um, I cast no dispersions. I fucking love this movie and I love the book as well. Um, I love this view inside the man's head and the constant judgment of everyone and everything, his need to fit in and be better than everyone else. But it's also his own personal manifestation of himself. Yeah. Like he mm. says, he's so fixated on all these, like just, I guess, surface level things. But like he says at the start of the movie, I simply don't exist. Like my what I'm doing means oh, nothing. I felt so sorry for him throughout the well, in parts of the movie, <laughs> because the but, amount of times that they were like misjudged, not misjudged him, mistaken him for someone else. Most or of the like, people don't even know who he is. Didn't know who he that's was. The, that's the or, whole point. Exactly. That's exactly the whole point. Because otherwise, you know, he fades into obscurity without no, with, without, all of, without all of his labels. But that's the thing as well: the manifestation of himself and his psychotic urges and fantasies. So a lot of it can be taken many different ways. But a lot of it is mm. that like he's just bound by this mediocrity of his life and trying to fit in. That it's just kind of like you know just wanting to lash out at the world and kind of has this sort of uh, idea of like just taking out you know, his, his everything into these murders and horrible fucking fantasies. Yeah. Well, it's almost is, like he's creating himself a persona because he hasn't actually got one. That's exactly, yeah, that definitely. is hit the nail on the head. I also wrote the uh, twist on it all um, about, like, you know, the, the the slight vagueness around it is done so fantastically and the way that um, the director Heron has has done it is is just so well done and encapsulating the 80s as well mm. and the excess of all that sort of scene's great. And I love the twist on it all, like when he, uh, there's a lot of points in the movie, like not only just him being just anyone, just mm. another suit and tie, but like when he talks to people, like he's chatting to that girl and he's like, oh, I'm into murders and executions. And she's like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. my, fr- my friend does mergers and acquisitions, you know, yeah. things like that is just mwah, chef's kiss. Mm. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd give it more than a one if I could. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a flat one. It doesn't need oh, any more good. than no. a one. Um, <laughs> no more than, no less, just, look, just it, a one. It's, look, the, the, the basic plot and story is obviously a lot different to all the stuff that's out there. And, I, and yes. I, I find especially now, I mean, don't get me wrong, we're talking about a movie that was, you know, effectively almost 25 years old. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't even know when the book came out. 91. Uh, okay, yeah. So the, the, the book itself is, you know, is over 30 years old as well. Mm-hmm. But I guess the concept or the concept behind the actual storyline is something new. It's something fresh. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it's... Look, I mean, yeah, it doesn't go down the storyline of it being just a standard slasher film. It, it could have easily done that, um, but it dives deeper into it. And as you as, as you said before, it's very thought provoking. Mm. Um, well, and you're yeah. inside this guy's head. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a very twisted head to be in. It's well, cooked. Well, that's what I mean. Like when I was the first half of the movie, I was a bit like I, I wasn't paying too much attention. Yeah, really? you need to yeah. pay attention. Christian Bale in the shower did not get your attention. Oh, that definitely got my attention. I bet. And then I questioned myself at why I find. I questioned so myself as well. <laughs> how's, how's, <laughs> that, how's, how's that frother meter going for you? Oh, I was asking my friend last night about like, would would you for science and would you for science? Would you for science? And it's it's just so hard with um. Is it though? He's in amazing shape. He, look, yeah, but then in American Hustle. 
I don't know how I feel about what would happen afterwards. Oh, okay. Oh, are you talking about Patrick Bateman or are you talking about Christian, Christian Bale? Not just no, 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 Patrick Bateman. Yeah. Okay. okay Christian so would, Bale, hundred. There's no need for science. I would just do it. So, so hang on. To answer the question, would you for science for uh, for Patrick Bateman? I just don't think I could do it. He's very rich. He's very rich. He is. He is. But no. I mean, you could get but, you could get nailed hard and then get nailed. Oh no. Anyway, to my <laughs> points. Yeah, it's it starts. It started off with just me not really paying attention, and then when I started to hear those like misinterpretations and things like that, and more questionable stuff, that's when I went, "Hold up!" There's yeah. a bit more of an underlining tone that it's I'm so appreciating. Subtle, yeah, it's not played on heavy, and I think it's a it's a great way that the director did this, and I just keep giving credit to that director and how, how they adapted this book, which is a very tough, tough ask. But, yeah. Um, I'm giving, yeah. I don't know if I said it or not, but I'm yeah, give, giving it a full one. Yeah, fair bump. No, you remember um, it was a flat one. Flat one. Flat, flat one. one, yeah. Um, three, up to three notable scenes. Um, fuck it, I'm going to start. I've gone on a uh, full one. Um, my top uh, parentheses is any bail scene. Um <laughs> He kills it. He is just so bloody good. Did you say any bail scene? So any, the whole movie. Yes, any. the whole movie. Y- yes. Um, so my number one, my, my, my scenes of note are, is the opening montage. And I don't mean like the movie starts when they're at dinner, but when he's like wake up in the morning having his shower and his routine. Oh, yeah, his skin yeah, routine he, it's, and it's this like massive like obsessive routine of his lifestyle and he's going through it like he's so proud of it, but he's just dead inside. Yep. And the whole, you know, I simply do not exist, all that just... Yep, that's that's, uh, that's in there. I'm taking the most iconic one and the act scene. It is of oh, Paul Allen's death. Yeah, it is so funny when it shouldn't be. Like just his, his mannerisms and yeah. like how he's talking with all his facts and things like that. It's like I shouldn't be laughing right now, but it's so good and so well presented. And then just out of nowhere, the act just whoosh, you're like, oh, that's right, that's what's happening. I absolutely fucking love. Um, is it in my quotes? Yes, it is. Um, the fact that, like, you know, because he's obviously... He's got yes, him, it is, Paul. He's got him really drunk and all that, and he's yes. all drunk and sloppy, and he's like, oh, why do you got a little dog around here, man, a chow, why is there a newspaper? Anyway, when he's axing the dude, and he yells at him, try getting a reservation at yours, yeah. now, you stupid bastard. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, fucking, just that still, it's, oh, man. Just, yeah, his little moonwalk, and, like, him, and, is that a raincoat? Well, yes, it is, Paul. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> it's so, it's like as if he's doing a, a car sales ad or something. Yeah. He's so... Uh, so it's funny. good, Lee. Um, the business card scene, motherfucker. Oh, you asshole! You it's, guys, you guys have taken my three. It's yeah. so good. The business card scene is so good. It's a rewatchable scene for oh, me as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, just the from fact start he, to finish, he gets so psychotic about yeah, a business yeah, card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all look the same. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you're like. You can, you can see the differences in them, though, but it's like just it's, a, like the it's, a, it's a basic white car, but he's so like, he's just got this new car. And how the they've got on. its bone, yeah, like, the yeah. color is bone. Oh, but I also fuck. love the the the, de- the detail of how he's saying that I I hate how that guy likes his likes his car more than mine. Yeah, mm. right. Like it's all stature. So, it's yeah, so yeah, yeah, psychotic. Yeah. It's hectic. Fucking love that scene is so good. Um, you know what? I'm gonna swerve and try and think of some others. Um, <laughs> I'll go there. My other okay. scene that I had was the dry cleaning scene. When like yeah, him okay. and the like lady are trying to talk, but they're both just yelling at each other. And then as soon as someone he knows comes in, he like switches and has to be that charming guy that everyone yeah, okay. and thinks of. I liked that scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like a lot of the nightclub scenes <laughs> where he's with his mates and they're just like absolute shit. Is, is this where like the the guy yells at him from the store next door and he's like, "I'm trying to do cocaine yeah. here. I'm trying yeah. to do some yeah. drugs here." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just cracks me up. Like they're just such assholes. And he's like, and he's like, "Hey man, calm down." He's like, "Sorry man, it's these steroids." Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
good. I, oh um, yeah, I just, oh man, look, um, yeah, anyone else got any others? Uh, the bathroom scene where he washes his hands. With so, gloves on? Yeah, yeah, with gloves on. So yeah. he, obviously he goes up behind um, Carruthers, I think it is, yeah. and he goes to choke him. Oh, goes to choke him and out, then, and then, then, then obviously he, he turns around and thinks that it's something else. Oh. And then he starts kissing kissing his gloves and yeah. stuff. And then he starts washing his hands with gloves, gloves on. on. Yeah. yeah, There's something off-putting about that, right? It's it's hectic. So, yeah. It's yeah. a terrific scene. It's I'm really going to keep well saying done. it's psychotic. Yeah, but in, in the best possible ways. Like the way they, they do it, it's really well. Yes. And I think things like that come across so well in this movie, more so than like... um. I don't know if I should say some of the things that happen in the book. Like, um, no, no, no need. Um, I'll tell you off air. But Josie, just remember everything you say about this is Josie's doing a comparison to her ex boyfriend. That's okay. correct. Dun, dun. Well, um, okay, yeah. I'll, my my ex boyfriend was a major germaphobe. Like he he would not touch any rails or things like that. So the glove scene does not surprise me at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brings up many questions about you, Josie. I know. It does. It um, does. So right, many what, red flags for me. What, what did we score for the notable scenes, guys? I went with the big one because I love this movie. Uh, it's going to get a one from me. I got. Lot, a, I, I feel scenes. so savage. I did a point five. Uh, it's, okay. getting, it's getting one from me because there are memorable scenes that I'm like, yeah, they're good. Yeah. Oh, but uh, so even the scene where he goes to the the, the streetlights and it's so so subtle. Like I said, the the books are very gratuitous, but like you know when he walks up and there's a girl waiting to cross the street and he like just stands next to her oh, says hello yeah. and the light goes green. Like that's just. Like, yeah. that's fucking dark. Mm. You know what I mean? But without That makes being me, like, not want to walk at cringe? night. Cringe? Yeah. yeah. Like, I just go, oh, no. Like, in the worst possible ways, whereas, like, in the book, you, you see these uh, graphic depictions and uh, there's actually a scene where he meets Tom Cruise in an elevator yeah, and contemplates yeah, yeah, yeah. killing him and shit like that. Hmm. Um, he experiments with eating people. He um, walks around with a oh, severed yeah, we head do, we, on his He does erection. mention that at the end <laughs> about, yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah, trying, yeah, trying yeah, some of the... They, they, yeah. they go through all that. Uh, my least favourite scene is when he kills the dog. Oh. <laughs> I fucking oh, hate that's that. So Any, horrible. Anything with a dog dying. But anyway. Um, we did, um, oh no, it was off where they were talking about him running with the sneakers on, yeah, like naked yeah. with sneakers. I thought that was like a little bit funny, but hectic at the same time. Well, it's supposed to be. That's the point. Mm. Um, yeah. And I'm going to make a, a special mention to the sex scene. Oh yeah, great. When he's flexing in the mirror. When he's flexing in the mirror. Oh, so and and he, all he's doing, he's not paying attention to the girls. He does so not give a fuck. He just, he's just staring at himself. It's, it's not yeah. about them. Yeah. You ever, you ever pulled that one before, Lee? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but again, we're talking about Josie's ex-boyfriends, right? We won't go into yeah. that. Yeah, right. Let's not scar his sister, shall we? Yeah, you ever catch him flexing? Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> wow. All right, uh, what did you score? The you went one, I went one, Joe, so you went point five. Yes. Um, appeal, I feel we're going to get very mixed messages here. I think we might get the plethora of all three options here. Um, uh, Josie. I wonder what it will be. I, I struggle to think. Um, I got, it was a zero from me. I did, I... The thing that I did appeal with was the music. I loved the music. Yeah, in it's the got movie. a very, it was very, very, very good soundtrack. Good soundtrack. That's Robert Palmer. Yeah, I was like oh, Huey Lewis. Huey yeah, Lewis dude. in the news. Um, just the misogyny and the the blood and uh, just is so not me. Just I know that's the whole point of the movie. It was it's, meant to be, yeah. but it just icked me because it was so frustrating. And which means that they they did a great job. I guess the yeah the con the the con, I guess the the big thing behind appeal is is that if this if this was to be released now without some actually not forcing you to go would you go on your own accord that's the no. big question what if I asked you to come to the movies with me and watch this movie oh it would you would have to like Twist her arm. you would have to be like I'm going to buy you McNuggets beforehand <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will get you your chock top and popcorn 
on. <laughs> Uh, so so basically you're just saying it just takes cheap food to twist your arm. Yeah. yeah basically. <laughs> um, um, we would have to go like gold class. Oh, uh, okay. okay so know, I'd really have to turn it up. Really have to turn it up. Interesting. But yeah. It just, yeah. If I looked at the, the poster other than the beautiful Christian um, veil, I would probably say no. How good is his hair? Here's a here's a hottie. So jealous. Oh. Um, I gave it a one for appeal. I like the like I love the book. I love the dark humor in this movie. Like I said, it's there and it's fucking hilarious how it can treat such a like I said like the misogyny and shit. I, I don't like this guy is like the biggest piece of shit on the planet and like someone you yeah like the fact that someone may exist like this in this world is fucking oh they a hundred percent will it's, be it's, it's frightening and disgusting. It shows you dated him. Yeah okay, yeah fair. <laughs> um, but I like the dark humor. I like the sickness of it. Like this is my jam, and it's not a comfort movie because such gross stuff happens. It's the way it's done and the way it's portrayed in almost like a fun. Like you said, the fact that like it's hip to be square yeah. is yeah. playing whilst he's axing a fucking dude to death. Yep. And on a, on another note, we're never hanging out with Adam after at night time ever again. No. Or listen to oh, who you're the man. Sorry, Adam. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm great. I'm great fun to hang out with. You hide all <laughs> of your sharp, sharp objects. <laughs> Bless. I'm, I'm too unco to get away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of thought process involved in there. Uh, uh, yeah, so, uh, so Josie's gone zero. I've gone one. You've probably got a 0.5, am I guessing? I've gone a zero. Oh, get fucked. Okay. So for me, for me the, the appeal of this movie isn't, isn't, it's really interesting because the appeal specifically of this movie isn't really targeted to me, the kind of movies that I watch. I don't mind the occasional thriller. I'll sit through them. I mean, I've, I've binged watched you know, X amount of seasons of uh, of a uh, special victims unit, and that stuff is hectic. Ugh. But mm. but I guess the point that even, I'm making, even I don't do that, Lee. But I guess the, the point that I'm <laughs> making is, something. as far as appealing is concerned, is that the actual movie or the book itself. I guess because I quite it. enjoyed the movie. The movie's quite good once you sit down and actually watch it. And I recognise the fact that it is a good film. I still haven't gone out and read the book. Mm. Book's awesome, and I love books, right? Yeah, so yeah. you know the the urgency for me to go and read the book to get the comparison. I can though, lend it to you. Well, no, I'm just saying the urgency for me to go and do it it that hasn't is, been there. there so it's the appeal isn't isn't all that high mm. yeah no that's, that's that's fair it's uh yeah it's it's an interesting one but um i, I was hoping you get a 0.5 so we go the uh full full gamut. yeah no no that's all good um and now this is the category i've most been looking forward to because it's so uh interpretive is the ending the finale the climax oh. of the movie because it is such a vague up in the air ending now i yeah. want to go i want to go last i'm keen to hear your thoughts well, um I have said in my notes, I honestly don't know if I should give it a zero or a one because if... So just split the difference in 0.5? Literally, so I went a 0.5 because it's so frustrating how it ends because it's so genius. Like, So there's many interpretations to how it ends and it's correct. done on purpose and the book's the same. How yeah. did you interpret the end? I, that, what do you think happened? Because that's what it really boils down it to. It does, yeah. It all, it's all boiled down to what you think happened and how you piece it together. Well, well at first I, I just like, I was like, did he just get away with everything? Correct. So you think that that's the case? Well, that was my first thought. Yeah. And then I sat there for a solid five, ten minutes and was like, have I just watched this movie all wrong? And so then I, <laughs> like, have, I have I missed something? So Josie's not sure. Yeah, so then. But that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, so which is the whole point about watching it again, yeah. right? Because then, yeah, then I thought back to all the things that we we're talking about earlier about him saying things, but then no one actually hearing him. So I was like, was he just saying that in his head, Correct. or was he just not heard? Or and um, 
you know, how they're talking about um, that, you know, classic me started to Google, like, have I done this wrong? Yeah. Like, what, if you go what into is Google, this? there's about 17 there's so different There's so many answers. different things. And then I'm like, okay, yep, I understand that. Okay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. It splits the room. Like, yeah, yeah the, the apartment scene is what gets me the yep. most confused about is when mm-hmm. he walks into the apartment, it's all white and there's nothing yep. there. And then I'm like, wait, what? So the argument behind the apartment scene is that they reckon that because the apartment is such a, um, a high class place, the owners have actually just um, just painted it all over and just gotten rid of the bodies. Mm, okay. Yeah, just to resell that's it. one of the interpretations. I did like that lady when she's like, "Oh, did you see the ad in the Times?" And he was like, "Yes, yes." And she goes, "There was no ad in the Times." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, girl!" She's, she's like, "Don't come back here." And yeah. he's like, "I won't." That scene, especially his uh, demeanor, how it changes yeah. when mm-hmm. he's kind of clicking onto what's going on here and he just like belts the fuck out. Like, yeah, so that's why, yeah, yeah, I feel like that's one of the key scenes that made me be like, okay, is he just imagining this all? Is it real? Wait, what? Yeah. So yeah, I gave it a 0.5 because I generally don't know if I should give it a zero or a one. Okay, Lee? Yep. Uh, I gave it a 0.5. Yeah. Um, because it's one of those, oh, did it, did it happen? And it didn't technically resolve. Uh, so, so you got to create your own conclusions or you come up with your own conclusions based yep. on your own facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think he did it. I don't, I don't think it actually You think happened. he imagined yep. it all? Okay. In, in my head, and I've watched it a couple of times now. Yeah. I, haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't watched it in, you know, in, you know, uh, like, and, and pasted and like broken apart bit, 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 by, bit by bit by bit. And I haven't read the book, so I haven't got a comparison note. Yeah. But just purely for the movie, I don't think he did it. Has Christian Bale or the director or anything no. said how, what they... So the, from, from memory, I remember reading something that the, the director specifically stated and the uh, the author specifically stated that they wanted you... They, they left yep. the ending like that for like you to create... Your, yeah, you to Do you want to go to chapter seven or do you want to go to chapter three? Christ. You did not just compare this to Goosebumps. <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mary Heron deliberately filmed it in a way yeah. that it would be ambiguous as well yeah. so that mm. you would have this conversation yeah, like correct. we're having. Um, I've also got a point five. I love an open ending. I love it. I fucking love a downer ending, especially in a horror movie like there's a lot of horror movies that end with like just super like they walk away and it's happy just no it's not happy that's the thing it's not (laughs) boy gets the girl in a different kind of way yeah (laughs) skipping skipping into the sunset (laughs) boy getting the girl in this movie is very different um but yeah no um i wrote with the um ending i'm like i do love a vague and open ending and this is very much that um this one's very much uh, open to interpretation in many ways uh i feel it could have been done better though um but i do like it a lot just not enough for full marks uh, I'm also with Lee. I don't think he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping in mind, not only in the movie, but also in the book, he is just like constantly doing drugs. Yeah. So there's this real blurred lines between um, what's real re- reality what's and what's like, it's all in his head. And that's yeah. the thing because he's like gotten himself, he's, he's in such a, a psychotic mind state that he's executing these things almost like a, mm-hmm. a dark fantasy. Kind of like he's passed out and this is what's happening when so he passed right out. So right at the end of the movie, you, you see the, uh, the, the um, you see his secretary find his diary. That's what I need to ask. And there's all the drawings. And there's all the drawings. Yeah. So, so, in, so the, my interpretation of it is him him drawing all of this stuff, assuming that it all happened and it's his way of recording it. It's a manifestation yeah, of his correct. fantasies yeah, and correct. it's what he wants to do. Okay, I'm glad yeah, we're yeah. talking about it because that's another scene that I was like, okay, well, what was, what was the point in her finding yeah, that diary? Like, yeah, but, Adam, but, Adam literally hit the nail on the head right there. Like, it's a manifestation of what he actually wants to do. But the thing is as well is that there's no right or wrong answer. However you interpret it is the right answer because you take out of it what you want, and that's mm. the beauty of this ending, which is making me want to change my fucking mind. <laughs> this guy's <laughs> his boyfriend. Yeah, um, but, like, I love, like, the, the chat with the with the lawyer. Yes. And, like, like you said... And that- he's literally trying to be like, I'm... 
Yeah. I'm guilty. Like I'm yeah, telling he's like, you. I, I killed Paul Allen. He's like, that can't be true. It's like, why not just you stupid bastard? And he's like, I had dinner with him in London last week. But then where does the um, Willem Dafoe come in then? Why is he looking for Willem Dafoe then if he is? Exactly. We, we don't know. Ah! You, don't know if, love... you don't know if Willem Dafoe is real. Well, yeah, because um, the secretary talks about him. Yeah, but that's 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 the whole point. Like, you don't know if that that the whole process, like, if all of this is actually just happening in his in his head or not. Aww. I'll get you one better. After that scene, when Bateman goes and sits back down with his friends for the very final scene of the movie, I love it. He's like sweating. He's disheveled. He's not knowing what the fuck's going on, and he says that there's no catharsis. Like this sort of realization of his yeah, like what the up fuck? Mind. He's like it meant absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. I'm so tempted to change it to a one, but I'm going to stick with 0.5. Um, so that's our five categories. We're going to move it on now. Favorite quotes. Let's go around the room. If we've got three. Um, I did. I have to return some videotapes. Like yeah, that's course. his go-to excuse. That is used so much more in the book. Oh, really? Like so much more. Yeah. 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 It's, his, it's his go-to whenever he wants to get out of anything. I'm tempted to like use that now because there is no such thing as videotapes yeah. anymore. Yeah, so it's <laughs> ironic now. Yeah. I'm like, I just need to go return some videotapes. Um, I, I, it's not so much a qu- they're, they're quotes, but they're not quotes. Like every time he goes on a rant about the the music, mm. so he does it for Huey Lewis and the news. Uh, he does it for Rick, I think he does it for uh, for Phil for Rob- Collins. For, for Phil Collins, oh, yeah, Phil does he Collins. do it for Robert Palmer as well? No, he's trying to listen to Robert Palmer, but uh, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, he's shut talking. Up. Oh, yeah, yeah it's so yeah. funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so when he does those rants, they're very very good. Yeah. Okay. Um, look, it's 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 not nice, but um, it cracks me up every time. Is uh, don't look at it, eat it. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, it's so fucked up. You, you know what? You know what? He has the two hookers at his house. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you know, I was just about to say, if you haven't seen that movie, there's not a lot of context to that. Yeah. But once you've seen it, you can't you, unsee it. You I know just, what? Yeah. Don't just stare at it. Eat, eat it. it. I'm just like, oh, it's so fucked up. Um, it's just so frustrating. Like, it's horrible. He's oh. just the worst fucking human on the face of the planet. Like they're just pieces of. Oh, I yeah, just. Like, I mean, even his mates are fucking awful. Like the they conversations they're having, they just just dog shit. Like even when they're meeting with like the 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 uh, like the new romantic fucking cure looking dude or shit, and they're just like hammering into him and like giving yep. him shit about everything they're about. Just deplorable prick. Can't do it. Um, I've also got try getting a reservation at Dorsey and now you stupid bastard, of which is what he says yeah. when mm-hmm. he acts as. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. um, I got the return some videotapes as well. Um, I've got a I've got a little uh, bit after that as well. But uh, anyone else got any others? Um, I went for a deep and meaningful one from the beginning of the movie with the I have all the characteristics of a human being: blood, flesh, etc., but not a single clean identi- uh, identifiable emotion except for greed and disgust. Perfect, right? Yeah. It's, well, basically, it's, sums up the movie. It does. It's just like, oh my. God, yeah, like, yeah. wow, that's, you know, coming out of the gate strong there. It's like, whoop-pa. I also really like, um, it's not, and again, it's not really a quote, but it kind of is just the, the, the entire breakdown of his morning routine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and especially when he's going through all of like his facial gels and stuff yep. as well. When I was watching, I was like, why the fuck are we watching this? Like yeah. why? But it, yeah, once you, you watch the rest, yeah, once to, yeah. you see the rest of the important. movie, you're also, like, oh, it makes um, so much sense. The face peel. Yeah. Oh, One that's, go. that first, was first so take. satisfying. First take. Um, I've just written a little tale into the notable quotes as said that there's so many Bateman lines and observations. Like I love the, uh, when he's looking at the card that he's like, you know, look at the subtle off-white colouring, the tasteful thickness of it. Oh my God, it even has a watermark. Like yeah, yeah. the enthusiasm he has for this fucking boring business card. Also when he walks in, after he's killed Paul Allen, he walks into his apartment, he's like, there's a moment of sheer panic when I realise that Paul's apartment overlooks the park. It's and obviously it's more expensive 
yeah, than mine. And better yeah. than mine. Yeah. So he's not worried about the fact that he just killed somebody. No, no, yeah. It's like, this guy's a better apartment than me, the prick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then he does this something similar about the reservation, yes. like when he's walking in. I thought we'd dinner. get a bad table. And yeah. And yeah, he's just like, yeah. oh my God. Um, my final one was um, your compliment was sufficient, Lewis, when Lewis goes to like touch him about his yeah. suit and yeah. he's, he like yeah. whacks him away. Such a prick. Yeah. Um, random fun facts or extras. I got quite a few. Anyone? How about we circle back to you? Um, I don't think I have anything to be honest. Uh, I, look, I've got the launch the career of Christian Bale, but that's that's arguable, right? Because I mean, no, put him I in mainstream. He was established, but this elevated him. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is some. Uh, but it was obviously warned that it was going to be a disaster of a film, and it went the other way. Uh, yeah. He was uh, someone advised him against it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Ewan McGregor declined the role. Motherfucker! I really? Got that uh, Bale asked him to turn it down. Really? Yeah. Are they mates or something? Oh, well, they know. I'm sure they know each so other. The industry. He asked me to turn it down so that Bale could get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fascinating. But, uh, and I'm just on that. Bale turned down roles for nine months to hopefully land it because he hadn't picked it up yet. Fascinating. Because he wanted to do the role. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio was also in line for the movie, and the only reason he wasn't playing Patrick Bateman was that he was asking for twenty one million dollars, which would have elevated the budget a, a lot higher than yeah, it was and, worth. And Bale only wanted seven. Yeah. 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 Wow. But I feel like different yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, what year was The Departed? Was that after? That was like oh, well, well oh, later than that. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I was, was going to say. Oh, okay. I was going to say. That's, I feel like it's too similar. But then again, Leo does quite quite similar films, and he did Wolf on Wall Street, so it's kind of yeah. He got to play his own psychotic bloody yeah. Wall Street prick. Yeah, except he's not. He's not. Chopping people up with an accent will fall. He <laughs> might as well. He's just <laughs> fucking people over. Yeah. Do you have any fun facts, Joyce? No. Okay. You had any others? Nah, uh, we can. You, you uh, can, man, you can uh, roll them off. Mary Harron advised they did three takes of the interview with uh, Defoe and and Bale, mm-hmm. and each three of them were different, so acting different in each each one that they filmed. One it was filmed with it was all um, Defoe's takes were different. Okay. So one was where Defoe is suspicious of Bateman, mm-hmm. one where he's clueless that Bateman's guilty, and a third where he's undecided. And they splice all three takes together to make the final scene. That's why his interview with Bale is kind of quite weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah gotcha. So each of the three different takes of how he's questioning him is done in a very different way. Yeah, because I, I generally don't know what he thinks. Like exactly, that's the point. Yeah, yeah they, um, they did that well enough that you go, okay. Does he think? Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale uses American accent the entire time off screen while shooting. He's done that before as well. I know for the media junket of, I think, one of the Batman movies, he used an American, because obviously his natural accent's British. Mm-hmm. Um, he used an American accent. But yeah, off, off screen, when he was behind the scenes of this, making this movie throughout it, he was using an American accent. Uh, he met Brett Easton Ellis, the uh, writer of the book, because uh, he wanted approval of playing the part and doing it well. Ooh. And when he met Brett Easton Ellis, he did it in character. So he was wearing a suit, looked the part, acted the part and everything. And Brett Easton Ellis ended up begging Bale to stop because he said it was creeping him out too much. Wow. This is a character that he created. And he's like, this guy is doing it so So well well. that I'm fucking put off. Um, What else? Oh, within the scene with the business cards, Mm -hmm. when they open their little card holders, uh, the sound of those things opening is a slowed down uh, audio of samurai swords drawing their unsheathing. Okay, Okay, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, like a little shing sound. Um, What else we got? Uh, The book is set in 1989. The movie is set in 1987. Oh. Yes, they made it a little bit more um, sort of prime 80s. 80s. Um, Yeah, yeah. Um, That's, yeah, that'll that'll do me. I do like the fact that Bateman apparently is originated from the the Bates Motel. Yeah. Um, Someone was telling me the other day that there's a a spin-off. There's a sequel. And it's it's like, no, 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 no. There's another movie and it's his cousin. Some... um, Mila Kunis. 
Yeah, there's a sequel with Mila Kunis and it's absolutely awful. Yeah, I feel like, oh, I thought they told me it was called something else. Oh, no, this um, is called American Psycho 2. And, uh, it's, it's and they, it was like his cousin or something. Oh, that's a. That, that. But they don't actually say, oh, this is Christian, uh, Christian, Patrick's um, brother. They they say this is blah, 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 Bateman. And then everyone's like, oh, and then people figure out that it's, oh, I'll figure it out. Yeah, so you, you don't want to follow up to this movie. No. Like, especially the way it ends. Like, just, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. why would you do that? Um, all right, let's look at numbers. Uh, what do we score this one, friends? Ooh. Jobs. Um, I feel like mine was two and a half. Let me just double check for you. Beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. Point five, point five. Oh, That's sorry, I've got, I've got one little fun fact oh, for go you. for it while Josie figures out what she scored the movie. Yeah. So Christian Bale was in The Dark Knight, right? He was. Um, Great movie. And obviously Michael J. White was also in The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. Uh, as Very, very briefly, yeah, he's yeah, one yeah. of the gangsters. Gangster. Um, but Michael J. White was also in uh, Universal Soldier. Uh, I'm aware. Um, with the sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme was in that, right? So oh, there's, there's technically sort of six degrees of bacon as far as sort of the connections are concerned. So that's just connecting Christian Bale to um, uh, Street Fighter. Are you? Oh, my <laughs> that, that God. serves no fucking purpose. There is you, no purpose to that rant You're psychotic. At all. You are Patrick Bateman right now. Anyway, two and a half. Two and a half. Hey, it's still a pass for a movie that yeah. does not appeal to me at yeah, all. Yeah, okay, yeah okay. fair. There are fair. no wrong answers. Except, <laughs> except for this except one. For that it's one. just disappointing answers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Let me write this down. So two and a half? Yep. What do uh, you give it, gangster? What do you think I gave it? I reckon three. Interesting. Wrong. But good good, good try. What'd you go? I yeah. gave it three and a half. Oh, good man. Uh, I've gone four. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what does that add up, math man? Uh, three, so hang on. 2.5, 3.5 and four, right? Yeah. All right. So that should be 10? Uh, is it? <laughs> I love this maths bit. <laughs> I hate it. It's I always my favourite bit. Why? Because I'm shit. <laughs> yes. Okay, so that's ten. we have a 10 out of 15? Yep. Uh, okay, so IMD, but what, what percentile is that? So that's uh, 66.66%. Oh, Correct. brutal. So IMDB gave it 7.6 out of 10. Yeah, okay. So, so we undershot it by a full mark. I think we'd need to give it at least uh, 11. Yeah, okay. Right. 11, okay, so 11 and a half will get us there. We've undershot <laughs> it, but two out of the three of us aren't the target audience for this kind of that's movie. That's very true. So that's interesting. Okay, okay. Which is, you know what? If us for us, for us to give it a 66.66% uh, score as an overall score, considering that two people gave it a zero, zero for, for appeal, appeal, is very, very good. Mm. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, you've called it rewatchable. Is this something you would revisit, Josie? Well, as I said earlier, I um, would have said no, but then listening to Lee talk about um, looking for the extra details and things like that, I would. Okay, awesome. This isn't a movie that you rewatch it for comfort, depending on who you are. (laughs) Except Um, for Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I guess the point that I'm making is like, you don't put it on to feel good kind of thing, but you watch it because you want to sort of, you know, you want to dig into it. Mm. It's entertaining as hell. It's a great film. He's so just... His mannerism is so so captivating. Like, yeah, it's, it's just a fascinating movie. Very strange. Oh, also, in, speaking about the, uh, I'm, I'm just going to go a little little side thing. The entire book is in first person. You know when things go really off the rails and there's gunshots and exploding mm-hmm. cars and shit. Yes, that scene in the book, the uh, chapter turns into um, third person instead of first. That's interesting. Ooh. And then goes back to the next chapter. That's real weird. It is really weird, isn't it? And especially when you yeah. spend the entire time in first person. And, and it is flipping. so first person. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Fascinating. And he also uh, stabs a kid and kills him at the park. Ooh. Yeah. 
Yeah. T- teacher within me is a no, 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 yeah, no. no. The what human a, within me is yeah, a no, no, no. Yeah, I was about no, to no. say, I don't think it's a teacher reflection. <laughs> yeah. It's just more about yeah. just being a regular just person. A, no. Anyway, no. it's a very divisive movie and uh, we would love to hear your thoughts about this movie. Give us a look up on the socials uh, at 2GagPod. That's with two A's because it's two guys, a girl and a movie podcast. Let us know your thoughts on American Psycho. Your thoughts on the ending. Uh, there's a lot of uh, discourse about this movie out there and we'd love to hear your thoughts on it. And um, rightly so too. Yeah, I think so too. It's a very uh, thought-provoking movie in many ways. Indeed. Yes, indeed. I really enjoyed talking about it, so I thank the two of you for indulging me this uh, very cooked movie. Uh, (laughs) You cooker. (laughs) Uh, We'll be back before you know it with more awesome action here on the podcast. But until next time... Adam's going to go and chop off his girlfriend now. (laughs) Oh, no, thank you. No, Lee. No. Uh, Until next time, I'm Adam. I'm Josie. I'm Lee. And there's been two guys (laughs) that get on a movie podcast. I'm sorry. (laughs) Jesus. Bye.